Welcome back to the Indiana Jones Minute, the daily podcast in which we reach right in and grab the still-beating heart of Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, one minute at a time. I'm Pete Mummert. I'm Tom Taylor. I'm Gerald Christopher Marcus Porter. And today we're joined by our resident professor, a woman who, if you listen to season one or if you're related to Jerry, needs no introduction, Christy Porter. Welcome back, Hi, Christy. guys. Thank you. I know Christy. Hi. Welcome. Doing Temple of Doom. <laughs> Hooray. Hooray. Enthusiasm. <laughs> Yippee. Uh, we're on minute six today. Minute six begins with Lao Che slamming something wrapped in white paper down on the Lazy Susan so hard that the chocolate coins clink. And it ends 60 seconds later with Lao and his two sons examining a jade urn. Now, the first thing I noticed about this minute is that the music has there's, there's a sort of a woodwind embellishment that suggests a lazy susan mischief <laughs> we've had we've, we've had all sorts of uh mischief in in the indiana jones series uh south american pompous mischief and there, there wasn't there a desert date night mischief you heard it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, here we have a lazy Susan mischief. So, and and sort of a descending strings when the lazy Susan, you know, goes halfway around the table. Of, woo, 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 twirly, 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 twirly. <laughs> Desert date knife mischief sounds like a Yanni song. Yeah, that's funny. Good point. I thought that I uh, detected a little clarinet. In there, I guess that's a woodwind. Pretty sure. Uh, yes. We're on the. I think like Lazy Susan mischief would be like a John Lee Hooker. We do have the Blues Brothers here in the scene, so. Yeah. We were who? The, the two big guys behind Lau. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> okay. Well, so there's something I I was talking about uh, either Friday or Thursday. Um, I've been really concerned about where this glass of poison champagne comes from. And mm -hmm. as Lau slams down that diamond onto the Lazy Susan, you can see Sonny reaching over with his bandaged hand and putting or with his hand on a glass of champagne that gets sent around. And Jerry, you know I have a mild, a mild anxiety disorder, and <laughs> it is going nuts in this minute just thinking about <laughs> this glass of poison champagne has been sitting in front of him the entire time. Like, I, I couldn't do that. Like, I would just say, I'm going to drink it. I'm going to drink it. I'm going to drink it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you'd be like, oh, I'm going to take a sip. Of, oh, my gosh. I'm going to wash down these holiday coins with, oh. <laughs> no, I, I, I understand that. Like, what if somebody uh, does a toast? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be dangerous. Yeah. Hey, come on. Don't be a stick in the mud. Raise your glass. What are you doing? <laughs> no, no, wait, wait, wait. I'm, I'm not. Then you'd have to commandeer the toast yourself. You're embarrassing me. <laughs> <laughs> not again. Keep it going. You'd have to do like a filibuster so you didn't drink the poison. <laughs> well, that's. It is the only. Uh, it's the only um, 
uh, drink on that lazy Susan. So I really do. I just kind of wonder how they know that it, he's going to drink it. Yeah, he's pretty trusting by drinking this. Yeah, he didn't request a champagne or anything. He would no. like a diamond, please. And they pass him yeah, a drink that right. he didn't ask for. Was this that's him right. trying to be tough? Couple. Like, oh, I'm going to drink Sonny's drink. Exactly. <laughs> Shouldn't have put <laughs> it on the lazy Susan, son. <laughs> yeah. Mine now. <laughs> yeah, clearly, when it goes, you know, halfway around, it's like spin the Susan. <laughs> but also on the lazy Susan here is the diamond. That we well we know now it's a diamond after Willie opens it up and she opens it and her her face just lights up and she starts beaming and she says oh wow thinking is apparently it's a present for her I think she's I mean I guess don't dames really like diamonds that's like their main <laughs> character trait yes it's <laughs> their genetic. best friend yeah yeah so I mean she can't help it she's she's genetically disposed to 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 react to diamonds Tommy come over here when I snap you in the forehead ow. <laughs> Finger. Okay. <laughs> Wait. Speaking of Al, I've always been confused. She, she, she uh, tosses the diamond, or you know, he gets her to toss the diamond to him, and uh, she stands up and she's like, "Since since 1984, I, I've thought I've been confused by this line because I thought she was saying he put tools in my dress from Paris, <laughs> but then like just a couple days ago, I realized that she was saying he put holes, two holes in my dress from Paris." I was like, has she never seen a fork before? It's a fork. (laughs) How long has she been out of Missouri? He put tools in my dress from Malta. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what I the first thing I noticed here is when Indy pokes Willie with the fork and she releases the diamond, that reminded me of a minute that we all discussed at great length in Raiders. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Oh, uh, and that, that guy tossed a diamond to Indiana Jones. <laughs> that was awesome. No, no, it was when Tote, you know, said two holes. No, um, it was the ruck, the ruck suckle minute. With oh. uh, yeah, with a where Indy, right. yes, yes, where Indy sort of kicks the Nazi guy, and his yeah. hat, you know, flies up in the air to uh, Pete. I remember you called it Peter and the Wolf flute music. <laughs> No, but the point was, we see a character trait here. If someone has something that Indy wants, he'll get them to relinquish the item with this mixture of violence and panache. (laughs) Like he does right here with Willie, right? He he pokes her, and then the diamond kind of does almost like a cartoonish whoop, and he catches it. Yeah, yeah. But as in Raiders, this violence is, is definitely not commensurate with the item that he's going for. Like, this fork is sharp because it, it, this scene immediately cuts and you see the fork jabbed into the, the wood of the table. And yeah, for that fork yeah. to be standing straight up out of, you know, a presumably pretty hard wood, that has to be really, really sharp. But we need to be clear here. We need to be clear. It's, it's commensurate with the fact that Willie is not properly reading the social cues. No, <laughs> no. she's very much yeah, in the yeah. way. She's yeah. not. She's yeah. not. She's she's an interloper, and I don't really buy that. Why, why Lau is putting up with this? I mean, we have we have this huge, tense business exchange. It sounds like something that Lau's been looking for maybe his whole life, yeah. and then now he's going to stop everything, and he's going to be like, "Oh, this is Willie Scott." Yeah, can't he just like <laughs> snap his fingers and have her removed, just like taken into the oh, dragon's yeah. mouth or something while he conducts business? Yeah. 
Yeah. But and and this also, wouldn't be the first time, by the way, because she must have seen lots of different business deals. And she yeah. must have kind of bumbled her way through many of them. Yeah. <laughs> suppose. Or maybe this is the most tense one, and usually she does hang out for them. The big kids let her sit at the table, and <laughs> and she gets to interact a little bit. But this one's well, about, you know, an well ancient then, uh, Chinese uh, ruler. It's a little more tense. <laughs> but if that's the case, why does she th- why does she act like this is a gift from Lao? Yeah, that is really weird. Yeah, well, I, I, I'm, I'm somehow I'll once again you. on the side of being a willy apologist. <laughs> Strangely. You make yes. life interesting, Pete. But, I mean, perhaps, I mean, we know she's very talented at her job. Like, she's a great singer. She's a great dancer. Um, and maybe these are just issues, you know, oftentimes entertainers, singers, drummers are kind of high maintenance. They require a lot of work. <laughs> kind of. And, I mean, this just might be part of the stuff Lau has to put up with to, to make sure she stays happy and she keeps performing. Maybe she's just excited to see that her her man... Uh, her sugar daddy is able to acquire this kind of. Di- she's, oh my gosh! If you can get this kind of diamond, oh boy! You know, all right. Well, I, like I, I hitched my wagon to the right guy. And I like she has the same reaction Indy would have. Like she sees the diamond and her eyes do that cartoon bug out thing. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like treasure. <laughs> well, do you, I mean you bring up a really good point, Tommy? That I never thought about is is Lau uh, Willie's sugar daddy. I think so. I oh, mean, but, but, but we just she's she's a professional <clears throat> singer and she's quite good. I mean, she doesn't, you know, she doesn't need a sugar daddy, does she? You're you're about to get smacked in the head. <laughs> 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 Chris, sir, you're about to smack him in the head. Don't well, do anything. Sugar oh. daddy. <laughs> I think she is his she's on his arm. She's uh she's his uh his his dame, right? The gangster mall. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know like, if they're you know, going steady. Just, you know, I don't know if they've exchanged letter jackets or anything. But what's weird about that yeah. though is think about is, But but if if they're going steady, then why would she? I mean, she takes an immediate shine to this this fellow American, and uh, she's like, "Oh, you must introduce us," and then she immediately goes over to his side of the table. Well, I think her whole experience here, you know, getting plucked out of the states and living it up in in China is you know it's like all just like parties and socializing and stuff so she's just kind of doing that thing i think she's like oh the new guy i gotta meet him and you know talk him up a little bit and you know she's just kind of working the working the room a little bit (laughs) plucked out of the states this was probably like a teaching english as a second language type thing (laughs) right and then uh you know we don't know how she got there do we no No, she has a heck of a lot of talent i think she heard that there are a lot of hot nightclubs in shanghai she had mm-hmm. a shot to be something great there, and she moved there. That's all. That's all well and good, but there's there's nothing that connects her to Lao in this scene. I'm just not feeling it. I don't think that he likes her. I don't think that. Um, I don't. I don't even know if she knows the kids. She doesn't talk to the <laughs> kids at all. Um, and I can't imagine that she's actually familiar with his business or has been around for too many of these. Uh, business transactions, but she seems to be here now and she wanders right in and he doesn't tell, you're right. She, you know, they could snap her fingers and feed her to a dragon, but um, (laughs) apparently they haven't. Well, perhaps Willie came East for religious reasons because she's doing something that Jerry talks about a lot. 
She's living in the moment. (laughs) (laughs) She's perfectly present in the moment. Is is that how people talk about me? (laughs) (laughs) Obviously. Hmm. Okay. All right. Well, well, actually, Uh, to be fair, she is uh, quite good at singing Anything Goes. And we talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, she gets she stands up after Indy jabs her with the with the fork and she causes him to spill some of his champagne. Um, yep. And Lau gets really angry and says, sit down. Mm-hmm. And um, as he gets really angry, I, I have trouble figuring out what happening. What happens here? Either Indy kicks her chair really hard and she slides away or yeah. else the other son grabs the chair with his leg and pulls it away. I, th- I think he kicks her. I think he shoves her out of the way. I think. uh I don't know why though. <laughs> and I, I think she's on but, rollers. I, I, I think she's on rollers too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I think the chair has wheels on it also. Casters. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like a it's like a lazy Susan chair. Yeah. Yeah. A lazy boy Susan. Lazy la- boy Susan. The Chinese huh. did invent the wheel, didn't they? So they just they just um, put about everything. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I just uh, watched it again. I think Indy definitely shoves her over with his foot. Well, he he looks just infuriated at this moment. Yeah. Like he looks disgusted, he and I think he's disgusted by seeing his own behavior of sort of gold lust sort of reflected in her face. Well, she tried to grub his uh, diamond that he just earned. She's like, "Oh, look what I got!" Like, "No, get out of here! You don't got nothing. It's my diamond. Get off me!" I think he's disgusted because she's not properly reading social cues. Yeah, he hates that. Yeah, he hates. He hates he's so that. good at those. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Emily Post is going to hear about this. This is not fly. But well, it's interesting because he, uh, I mean, he, we've seen him stab a girl on the side with a with with tools and uh, <laughs> kicks her over and stuff, kicks her to the side and everything. But uh, <clears throat> when we were doing Raiders, we were talking constantly about like, oh, this guy is like more of a jerk than I remember. He's like kind of like a, you know, he's like he's a, kind of a boozer and a womanizer and whatever and stuff. And like, you know, you got all these kind of there's a darkness to him and stuff. And we're like, yeah, you know, like the later ones, just kind of like a happy-go-lucky, you know, Jiminy Jillikers American hero guy. <laughs> but now in this scene right now, he's like he's being a jerk. He's like not being like yeah. dark or brooding. He's just being a jerk. Yeah. It's like poking people and kicking them and just being grumpy. The whole the whole scene actually is the the lines the lines that Indy says are clumsy. Yeah, they don't, there's a lot to, of that. They don't seem like lines that Indiana Jones would would say. Right. It, it, we talked about it, 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 it it's like a bad James Bond impersonation or something. It I is mean, like yeah. on 1984. Yeah. <laughs> Not the real James Bond 1984. That would have been cool. Yeah. Like a knockoff. What I was that? Like uh, View to a Kill? <laughs> yeah, Moon, Moonraker was what eighty two or something, somewhere or eighty maybe eighty yeah. one. I, I mean, I mean like a fake one. Oh yeah, <laughs> and, and um, yeah, and I should Willy. not be thinking about nineteen eighty four uh, <laughs> when I'm watching this scene, right? I should not be thinking about that. So they right. definitely should not be wearing um, these prom outfits nineteen eighty four, and it's not all of them. It's, it's evening just, wear. I know it's just Lau, but we have never seen um, James Bond anybody anybody looking cool 
in like a spy or good guy villain situation in tuxes wear black shirts. So I really object to the black shirt. I do. Sorry. Do you think that's sort of like an American tough guy <laughs> trying to dress up cool and he's in a band and he's got a black shirt? Yeah, I'm, I mean, I know that there are bow ties. <laughs> But really, I'm pretty sure that when these guys walk off camera, uh, Lau like takes off the bow tie and puts on the world's skinniest, skinniest <laughs> tie. Uh, maybe it's even like a skinny piano tie. Wow! Wow! Where it is, yeah. Chris, sir. It's prom. It's prom night. They're just, you know, they're gonna do it. Uh, oh, hey. they're just oh dressed. Yeah, they're dressed up for the Holiday Inn Express. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, we do move to a very James Bond thing here where Lau says, now you bring me Nurhachi. And Indy kind of snaps his finger and says, like, he does that James Bond squint. And he says, my pleasure. Yeah, and I like this. waiter comes over. Yeah. This shot yeah, is cool. Okay. It's a good, that's it's okay. like you got Indy and Willie sort of framing the 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 the, the, the frame. And uh, uh, Wuhan, is that his name? Yeah. He's like away in the back in the distance and he comes over and says, I don't know, there's something kind of, it's like the most interesting shot in the movie so far, maybe. And you also see um, a cigarette girl back there. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, I'm, I'm really curious, every scene she shows up in the next couple of minutes, which, I mean, if you haven't seen the movie, you'll find out why in a couple of minutes. But I'm All trying right. to figure out if there's any kind of animosity between anybody here. <laughs> well, the, again, though the the shot is fine, but the line, the line just it 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 clanks, you know. Which it, one, like the the welcome home the old boy or whatever? No, that's next minute. Well, that's next and that minute. that, that oh, sucks is? too. Oh, okay. Yeah, that sucks too. But the, just the my pleasure. He's just I don't know. It just there's something stilted or affected about it. Well, yeah. well, yeah, why would it be his pleasure? I mean, he just, his, the son tried to kill him the night before. <laughs> it's like, my pleasure, can we please be done with this? Like, yeah, oh. and he's also, and he also, like, didn't didn't he say, uh, you know, to your good health? Yeah. And it's just, it's, yeah. it's the whole yeah. thing is strange. The whole thing is strange. The son tried to kill him, and he, and he, he technically severed his forefinger. Yeah. For <laughs> those, those of you at home counting. Um, and he, you know, it, it just, it, they, 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 some of these lines just clank like the, the, the staff of rock clanks in the map room when he throws it, <laughs> he throws it in there and it's like, kablang, bling, bling. Kink. Yeah. They just fall. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot but of I, that. I don't know if it's bad. It's a bad script or if Indy is kind of putting on an act here. Like he's trying to be suave. Like we know he's not necessarily a suave guy, but is this Indy? kind of young age before Raiders kind of trying to make his way in the world. And he's, you know what? I'm going to be a suave dude. I'm going to <laughs> yeah, play my character and I'm, I'm going to try to sound British. You know, I'm going to, my pleasure. <laughs> yeah, this is his first time in China. He's like, nobody knows me here. I'm going to reinvent myself yeah, a little yeah, bit. Exactly. <laughs> <a> super suave, <laughs> sophisticated. You know, maybe I could get one of these English as a second language job. <laughs> <laughs> but what I want, no, what I want to know is what, like, that's an excellent point. What is the suaviest that we see Indian Raiders of the Lost Ark. Maybe, no. uh... That's a lot of quiet over there. No, well, there's, there's a few looks to think over. There's, um... I mean, it depends. I guess it depends on how you define suave. I, the first thing I think of is maybe just him as a, in his professor costume. But that's it's not suave. That's yeah, like it's kind of not kind suave. Kind of endearing and kind of... That's charming. Yeah. Geeky yeah. and charming, but I don't think it's suave. 
Is it's he suave actually, at the end in his suit and everything with the hat and on the stairs in San Francisco? I mean, yeah, Washington? But his, I mean, but his demeanor is totally different. He's angry. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I would say suave. it would be when he's eating at Salah's house. He's very I, handsome there. I don't yeah, know if he's handsome. suave there, though. Yeah. I thought that of that, but I don't know if that's either. suave. Yeah. I think, th that, I think he gave up being suave after this scene. Yeah. yeah. Well, with, with good, you know, good <laughs> yeah, reason. That didn't work. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think someone it didn't work really for him, huh? him later. Hey, you know what? That those those lines you were using, don't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, all right. <laughs> well, I, I got a question here. I mean, what exactly is in the Nerachi reliquary? Oh, wait, because before we, I, we, he puts that thing <laughs> down. And Pete, I was worried about you because you have a, a slight anxiety <laughs> disorder. As you're so proud of <laughs> letting us know um, that the the lid. On that thing, just plain old rattles. It's like not screwed in. It's not attached or anything. It's just like kind of like, like kind of dancing on top of that thing. Well, in, in an earlier version of the script, that's that actually plays a lot bigger role. There are several little sections of this where Willie actually spills ashes. <laughs> and, you know, like she spills ashes, and Lau gets mad. And then at What's the end of the scene, the ashes all like explode up into Lau's face. Like and then she face. sticks her face in the power coupling and her <laughs> tongue goes all numb and it sounds funny. She sounds like Bill Cosby. Oh, wow. Oh. <laughs> Look, I mean, what people, we're at minute six here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, is do we have like a, a five-bell Jar Jar Binks alarm? <laughs> uh, um, well, no, I, Spielberg was, was a good enough director. He didn't put that in. I mean, he he didn't. Like he, he, you get kind of nervous that the glass, that the jade jar is kind of clinking and the lid's not on very well, but you don't ever see any ashes coming out of it. Right. Well, who, who's the other guy who wrote this drivel? Um, it was written by uh, Ike Gloria and Katz. Katz. Gloria Katz and you say Willard Hike. 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 And hey, they wrote American Graffiti. That's that's unimpeachable. Yeah. Yeah. No, of course, of course. Meanwhile. I was kind of hinting at George <laughs> Lucas here. I don't think George Lucas. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to know what what were theirs and what was. His. Yeah. There's so many people to blame. There's so, the bad line. At the yeah, the bad lineitude seems to be a. I always blame George Lucas. Yeah, well, speaking of that, okay. Speaking of bad lines, we have to talk about the worst line, possibly in the movie, certainly so far. And <laughs> I'm going to read you my notes. I hope, I hope it's not. A, I hope that it doesn't get any worse than this. I hope this is the last bad line we find. <laughs> I'm sure it's going to be great. Uh, she says this Nerhachi's a real small guy, and I wrote in my notes, "Pew movie lines like this are not just Willie. It's the movie's fault." <laughs> How does I, I can't I can't be mad at Kate Capshaw for this. I can't be mad at Willie for this. Mm -mm. I don't know. You know, a team of people said, oh, awesome, we're going to have this line in our motion picture. I can't wait this for guy's that a really small guy. She sees a jar, and they're referring to it as a guy, and she thinks there's a tiny man in there. I want to turn this off right now. Can we stop? <laughs> <laughs> See, actually, I don't mind this line. I actually kind of think it's funny. Oh. <laughs> Come on, Pete. 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 <laughs> You're supposed to be the voice of reason on this show. Yeah. Over yeah. here while I snap your you guys, forehead. You guys really backed me into a corner on this one. <laughs> Well, I had a I had a question about this line too in my notes, and this is you know Tom, you're an editor, yes. and uh, a, a grammar you know a grammarian, right? At a fifth grade level, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and Chris, sir, you're a college professor and a grammatical stickler. Yes, and a Gamorian guard. 
No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it should actually be this Nerhachi's a really small guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she right? says real, right? Yeah. Yeah, real she's saying guy. he's not a fake small guy. Yeah. This guy's real? authentically small. Yeah. He's authentically small. These That's ashes right. are legit. Sincerely <laughs> small. <laughs> Uh, oh boy! Most sincerely small. <laughs> <laughs> See, that would be better. Better line. Oh, is this guy from the Lollipop Guild? Say something like that. Don't just say he's a really small guy. <laughs> Crying out loud. Now that would have made bad. sense, wouldn't it? Yeah, it but would've. she didn't have. You know, she's she's she grew up in the Depression. She came from a small town in Kansas or something. May not have had a great education. She's doing pretty well for herself. I'm 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 going to give her the benefit of the doubt here. For saying real instead of really? Yeah. Or, or for thinking that people fit in jars in China or something. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Was, it, was Wizard of Oz, uh, Wizard of Oz, was that 36? 39, I think. Oh, 39. Oh, she couldn't have said lollipop killed then. No, no, no. No, oh, she oh, well. couldn't No, there wasn't a lot in the, the common vocabulary at that point she could have said. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, the I think one of the problems we have here is I I can't stand Indy's lines, but he actually as as poor as they are, he actually is a great actor. Oh yeah, yeah. He does some yeah, good and, stuff in here. And I and I feel the same about Kate Capshaw here in terms of the acting. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. She, she yeah, she's like scraping the bottom of the barrel with the screenplay here. That's that's sort of a struggle that I have with her as I watch this again after, you know, 20 years or something. I was like, you know, assuming that I hated Willie Scott because everybody hates Willie Scott. And I was like, OK, there's a lot of annoying stuff. But I think I really like Kate Capshaw. And I'm not just saying that to try to get Steven Spielberg on the show. I'm saying that I think she's <laughs> actually she does she does she does a good job as an actress in this movie, even though, yeah, she's got some baloney to do. She's the she's the Ewan McGregor of this one. Perhaps. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm still gonna be in that role. Yeah. I I have a a question about the Nurhachi reliquary. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, what what is in what is inside? Because whatever's in there, it's like a deep emerald color, and it looks like a beautiful, soothing aftershave. Now, should we have a (laughs) poll on the listeners' society or listeners' uh, crusade to see uh, what a reliquary is? Reliquary. Well, I mean, Chris and I are damn sure we know what a reliquary is. Uh, we had all sorts of Catholic <laughs> upbringing. <laughs> I missed that class. You <laughs> did. No, it's well, where what's, they on, keep, what's on the? Oh, they keep here. relics. It's where they keep relics. Makes like, sense. Like, uh, yeah, relics like you know the finger of Saint Jude. Well, there's called a relic cozy. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's no, that's completely different. That's oh. the the little knitted cap that you put over the finger. <laughs> what did you put on the baby Jesus in the nativity scene? Yeah, that's right. Well, well, I, I, well that, that brings up a question for me, though. Because, like, when someone, you know, in movies, when you see an urn filled with someone's ashes, the mm-hmm. urn's usually pretty big, and they usually, like, they ended up mm-hmm. spilling it all over the living room and stuff. Yeah. But yeah. this urn's pretty small. So if this is ashes, is it just part of him? Or, yes. like, how, how many ashes does it take to fill up a, a, a jade urn like this size? Well, you know, some families, uh, you know, uh, you know, I know somebody who died recently was cremated. And, you know, like, uh, the, the wife has a little bit that she keeps in the house. And, mm-hmm. you know, some was scattered yeah. somewhere else and stuff. So maybe, maybe, maybe that's that like was the... 
maybe that's the point Willie was making. Like most urns with dead people are larger, so <laughs> this guy must have been smaller maybe. to generate that's fewer. That's not nearly enough mass for a human that being. Doesn't, that doesn't, yeah, that doesn't make any sense, Pete. But thank you. For <laughs> well, maybe I mean maybe in real life, Nerhatsi was really small. Maybe. Dear, it was, like, of years. <laughs> it was like really kind of you, but no, it's not what was happening in that no, but, scene. All right. No. Pete, you said something here, and I'm going to pin you back to the wall. Uh-oh. You said a jade reliquary. I thought I said an urn, but maybe I did say Well, that. you said a jade urn. Fine. But jade, jade. You said jade. But That's why nice. is it Why is it green? I mean, why are we assuming it's jade? Like, is there jade in there? And you're like, no. It's Chinese. But it's his ashes. No one cares. No, so, what do you, you think? It's, you think it's a clear jar and that the stuff inside yeah, is green? It's, it's, no, it's, it's a clear jar. It's no, I think. It, no, it's clear, but it has this green substance in it that looks like aftershave. No, <laughs> it's like when Heinz went to like the plastic bottles, and the bottle itself was red, and like the mustard is yellow. The bottle themselves are yellow and red, and then the thing inside is also the same color. Well, listen, listen. There's a turtle with a paddle in its mouth on top. No one's arguing that. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a clear bottle. It's got like antifreeze in it. I don't know. It has something green inside. And maybe Nerhachi, it's got a dark, it's like oh, kind of opaque-ish. That's a real green guy. Yes. <laughs> no. That's a really That's a strange line. tint. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, maybe we better put a poll up if any of us remember um, on Facebook on our listener page. What is in the urn? That makes it. <laughs> well, what green. color is it? Yeah. <laughs> what color is it? What's in it? How big is it? Over the years, it got mixed with uh, lime Kool Aid. <laughs> some some Indiana Jones type archaeologist bumbled bumbled in there and messed everything up. <laughs> Suppose it okay. could have been Elf Master. <laughs> well, do you guys have anything else on this minute? No, I'm good. I'm good. Well, speaking of jade urns and maybe putting up polls, Jerry, where can people find us if they wanted to find such a poll? Oh, certainly. Well, they should come join us on Facebook at the Indiana Jones Minute Listener's Crusade, where we will have a poll and you can come and, and vote. Um, also, we have uh, the Indiana Jones Minute, which is actually technically www.indianajonesminute.com. <laughs> Very good. So, <laughs> and we're on Twitter at Indiana Jones Min. But, uh, yeah, the Listener's Crusade is really fun. That's it. We talk about all sorts of uh, ridiculous things. And so does everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> a lot a of lively, fun. robust conversation going on there. Yeah. Did yep. we say Twitter? We're on Twitter. Yeah, I said Twitter. Oh, did you tell them to, uh, <laughs> did you tell them to go to iTunes and uh, leave us a nice review? Uh, no, I didn't To spread that. the love? Did you tell them to uh, call their mother every once in a while and tell them that uh, you love her? Uh, no, I didn't tell them. That. Okay. Wipe their shoes before they come in the house. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll do that tomorrow. Perfect. And in case you catch <laughs> any part of that, um, you can find us also right back here where you found us today, tomorrow, for minute seven of the Indiana Jones Minute. Hello? Chan? 
This Nurhachi's a real small guy. <laughs> <laughs> Willie? <laughs> Not. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Sorry. <laughs>